folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast Small Package. Give me a hold, buddy. Oh! Hey, everybody, we're back, baby. It's Corey Pornexter here with your boy. Hey, it's me. And today... On the small package show. We're back from hiatus, and there is a shit ton of news to catch up on. There's a lot of stuff. Talking smack, rest in peace. It got canned. Well, not entirely, but whatever. We'll get to that. Great balls of fire results. It was all right. We're a little behind the times, but that's okay. Roman Reigns not charged with attempted homicide. Nope. Kurt Angle's got a son. Yeah, that's a thing. Hold that and more today on the Small Pack Show. Head over to Bob. Yeah, Small Pack shit to talk about and you want this to be a fast episode yes that is true hey everybody bob here Corey here and uh back from last week busy week last week you were in dc and also san francisco slash oakland yes east coast west coast bob's all over the place up and down uh so we're gonna try to make this uh, a pretty rapid fire episode we've got a lot to catch up on uh starting with great balls of fire bob again back on top yep you you i got them picks son really had me beat we even tried to throw in the impromptu uh who was it it was slater versus hawkins hawkins and we tried to throw that in to give me a hail mary if we counted that plus the tiebreaker i had a chance and why didn't but i, didn't I mean that's the point of a tiebreaker is that it breaks ties not continues your chances of winning yeah i know <laughs> but that's what i'm saying is despite all that you being a gracious competitor even tried to throw in the possibility and uh didn't work for me well anyway tozawa fought neville and neville retained it was fine uh it was a, it was a fun match there's, there's some cool stuff in it yeah neville looked great yeah. Uh, there was no Finn versus the Drifter match. Nope. We really thought that might get added you to the did, card. You did for some reason. I did not at all. We, I, I mean, I thought that Finn something would be added to the card. Uh, you did not. No. Well, it's hard to remember. Uh, it says that I chose no. On the you thing. chose no as the prediction. That doesn't yeah. mean that there wasn't an inkling that you thought maybe he'd no. be on the card. No. Uh, then we had uh, Hardy's versus Shazaro in the two, two out, of th- out of three foul. No, no, no. This is thirty minute or Iron Man 30, match. Yeah, uh, the two out of three was on Raw the previous week. Right, correct? right, right. Uh, it was it was a it was a good match. There were some botches in it. Yeah, a little. Uh, it was uh, the the ending commentary didn't really. It was kind of a little confusing for I think a bunch of people because they didn't realize who was actually the legal man. Sure. Yeah, I, mean, um, I didn't. Yeah, because we were just like, wait, he's not. Oh, uh, okay, I guess so. But, but do you remember a, a while ago, there was that controversial New Day finish where nobody saw yeah. Kofi slap him on the ass for the tag, and the ref called it, but because of the camera angle, I think it's a situation like that, but I'm talking about when the ref met, like muffed the punt on the fucking three count, and his his hand came down early 
on the slide in and made it look like he had already counted one. Yeah. So the, even the crowd went one. So then when he went up for what he was calling one, it looked like two. So it looked like he counted a three count and then, uh, you know, there was a kick out on four, but it actually was a proper count, but it was a little confusing. Uh, Matt got busted open, but uh, I would still say, despite some of the botches in it, it was a fun match. It was a solid, yeah, good time. Oh, they uh, chose that uh, Cesaro and Sheamus really do work well together as a pair. They do. Uh, and, you know, not even in storyline or anything, but just like as performers, they're... Yeah. They're really gelling. And you know what? Their Instagram, their like social media presence makes me be like, you know what? They're the tag team I would most like to like get a drink with. Because all the t- like their social media. Well, I mean, they are the bar. I know, dude. <laughs> uh, just their social media is like the two of them just like kicking it at like bars and like lounges and stuff. Mm-hmm. They just posted one of them at like a VIP club. drinks, though. He might not, but. I'm pretty sure I remember everyone being like whoa cesaro was having holding a beer he doesn't drink yeah still you know i know some people who don't drink who hang out at bars though sure with their friends uh regardless good match cesaro retains miz versus dean ambrose miz retained yeah it was whatever and uh that match was a lot of these matches were fine uh they were all just well, especially Ms. Dean. Like we've seen this exact match like every single pay per view for the past five months. I would say, honestly, besides the fact that Wyatt got a, a win, uh, and the Joe Lesnar match and the Strowman Reigns match, and I would say the thirty minute Iron Man match was slightly above this. The rest of the of the matches were all raw quality. Absolutely on a paper. Absolutely. Um, I felt like the 30 minute Iron I Man mean, the, the, was the Wyatt the Wyatt winning one is only surprising in the end. That's what the I'm match saying. quality itself was like fine again, fine. a good raw main event sure. quality. And that's what and that's why I was saying, like the fact that Wyatt won was special, uh, but otherwise most of the card pretty, pretty middle of the road. Uh, Cass, of course, destroyed Enzo. Uh, and that was not the blow off for that. I kind of thought that they would move Cass quickly onto his first real feud. Uh, but no, they're going to stick him with that. Uh, Rollins ate a pin from Wyatt, although he did take a thumb to the eye. Yeah. But Wyatt got a pin. Uh, whew. Bliss versus Banks. Uh, Bliss. Bliss lost by yes. DQ or count out. Yeah, count, count out. out. Uh, which, you know, is what it is. It's essentially a win. A retain uh the roman versus stroman match i correctly predicted and i want it to be known i correctly predicted stroman sidestepping open ambulance doors and roman I spearing can, himself i in. can verify that about five or ten minutes before Corey was like he's just gonna go flying right into the back of that ambulance and i was like that's stupid but it happened and it looked stupid i loved it personally i Yes, it was stupid, but it was the type of stupid thing that I I popped for. I was like, that was fucking awesome. Strowman literally set him up. And it's funny because Strowman's the guy who always runs into stuff. People just uh-huh. sidestep him and he runs into stuff. And it was like he guy stood up and went, oh, I got a trick I can use. I think it'll work. Well, I mean, if you look at the whole match, honestly, 
he had because he had been pushed through the 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 Tron back there. Oh yeah, and like they the broke the, the screen. Yeah, uh, and I'm pretty sure he got speared into a, a, a ring post at one point. He did. Uh, so it kind of was him being like, "Yeah, yeah, you like going to that move? I'll keep you going to that, and then at got the right you. time, got you." Uh, but it was a it was a really fun match. I very much enjoyed it. Uh, both both dudes did really well in the match. Uh, I liked the ending, and I thought it was crazy that afterwards Roman got back out and in a very heel way beat up on Strowman, put Strowman in the back of the ambulance, and then tried to murder him by driving the ambulance out of the out into the parking lot of the arena and then ramming it backwards into a truck. Uh, they then had a throwaway Slater Hawkins match um, in the arena while most of the coverage on TV was on the backstage. Uh, Strowman refused medical treatment and stumbled out of the elephants, uh, amb- elephants ambulance and walked away. Uh, and then we had Joe Lesnar and, uh, and Lesnar run. He retained. Single F5 for the finish, but Joe dominated for most of the match. Oh, yeah. Joe looked great. It made both dudes look strong. Lesnar retains, but Joe doesn't look weak. Um, I The only thing I would say about Great Balls of Fire is I wish that they had had a bigger buffer between Samoa Joe Lesnar and Roman Reigns Braun Strowman. I wish that they had had something else in there, like Wyatt Rollins, to sort of come down before Lesnar and, and honestly Joe. I'm the opposite um I felt like they really dragged out the backstage thing way too long in between and like I understand you have to do some things it looked like they were really struggling to actually get the door of the ambulance off that's true uh but I felt like they definitely took too long doing that segment that it really kind of was just like, Oh, let's just get to the match already. Sure. And then once they finally do the match, like is only what eight, eight minutes long. How long was that match? It was longer Not than really. all of Brock Lesnar's recent matches have sure. been probably the longest one since what WrestleMania 31. Um, that's not saying much, but sure. But I mean, yeah, I, th- I still thought it was a good match. Uh, the coquina clutch looks strong as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that does it for Battleground. Uh, what what would you give the show out of three hundred and seventy two stars, or on a letter rating, whatever is easier? Uh, I don't know. Like a, a, probably like a C plus. I was thinking C plus, B minus, somewhere in there. It wasn't a bad show. There was a lot of exciting spots. Here and there, sprinkled throughout. Yeah, uh, you know, but it was just kind of like nothing great. Although, in fairness, too, it's not a major pay per view. I feel like, on one hand, it did have a big marquee main event, like a you know match of a lifetime, first opportunity to see Joe and, and Lesnar go at it um, instead of saving it for one of the big four. So it did have a great a great match in its card. There was a lot of good performances, and none of the matches were like bad. Like really, True. honestly, were, I, the worst one was probably uh, 
Cass and Enzo, yeah. Enzo. And that wasn't even bad for what it was. It was supposed to be Enzo putting up as much of a fight as he could and then getting yeah. stomped. Uh you know, glorified squash. Yes. Um and even Ms. Dean was was a was a fine match. It was, it was fine. It was just the feud boring. Is, the it's feud just something I've seen before. The feud is dead. But um so with that said, uh, Raw SmackDown we missed last week's, but we can sort of just sort of blow through all four episodes and just talk about the important stuff for storyline. Right. Last, last week's Raw, nothing fucking happened. Uh, I will say that they had that uh, what I thought was a great promo between Lesnar, Samoa Joe, uh, Kurt Angle, and Roman Reigns. That's true. That promo was fucking awesome. Uh, you know, Brock Lesnar coming out to talk with Kurt Angle in the ring. There was a neat little like respect, respectful Brock Lesnar when he shook Kurt Angle's mm-hmm, hand mm-hmm. and Paul Heyman joking around with the whole like, I think you two know each other and everyone popped mm-hmm. uh, when Kurt said, oh, yeah, I'm going to decide the number one contender and we're considering Roman Reigns uh, and, you know, Lesnar like I'm going to leave. And then Roman comes out first, right? And Roman yeah. and Roman was like, it's my yard. I'm Roman Reigns. I deserve a shot. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then, you know, Brock Lesnar said, you ain't earned shit, boy. And they had to censor him. Crap pop big for the, you know, very rare nowadays, you know, bleepable curse word that is said on the mic. Uh-huh. Uh, then Samoa Joe comes out. They get into each other's face. You hear on the hot mic, Lesnar actually say, you're starting to fucking piss me off, Joe. And they had to censor him again on the hot mic, not on the handheld mic in the ring. Um, it was one of those moments that feels real. And that's the kind of thing that really, as a WWE fan, makes you really excited. Even if you've been jaded from decades of watching this product, something like that still gets you going, oh, shit. Was that some real anger from Lesnar? You never know. We pro- It's probably all k- scripted or kayfabe, but... Hey, man, it's one of the fun things that happens. Other than that, you know, Enzo cut another I'm not down promo to Cass. And we were told that there would be a big reveal from Kurt Angle, including him ending the show with the talking to someone on the phone saying, yeah, we have to come out next week. It's okay. I love you. Got a lot of us speculating on what was going to happen. Smackdown. I don't even remember what happened on Smackdown. Really, nothing much. I advancing the whole Punjabi prison plot. Um, the women were set up, and they're they're going to have a f- fatal five way elimination. Oh, uh, AJ debuted as the that US, is true. Uh, U.S. champ, and he started oh, yeah. an open challenge. Oh yeah, that's right. We totally didn't get a chance to address this. By now, most of you who listen, who watch the product, probably know that AJ Styles won the WWE Championship or not WWE Championship, the U.S. title belt from Kevin Owens on a house show at MSG after our last week, our previous episode went up two weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, which was weird because he had just won the number one contendership for the title at Battleground. No, for Battleground. He had won the number one contendership for Battleground. Yeah. You said at, at Battleground. No, no, I meant Ford. That's what I'm... Wrong preposition. Uh, yeah, he he had just won that like little Rumble Battle Royale tournament thing, including beating Gable early in the night Yep, uh, to be in that little Rumble. And then it was kind of made meaningless because he beat him at a house show, which also in kayfabe makes it confusing. Why is there number one contendership for a pay-per-view match if he's going to win it 
in a random match at a house show. There was rumors that KO was hurt. Those were dismissed. Fucking who knows, man. Uh, so he yeah he had the open challenge against Cena, uh, and KO interrupted the setting up a uh, tag team for the main event of uh, Cena AJ versus KO Rusev. Yeah, and Rusev has been hot lately, including this week's when Rusev really you know Cena had a great little you know. USA, USA, go hoorah, you know, promo. Rusev came out at the end of it, smashed him up. Um, and then this week on Raw, the only big thing is the culmination of the storyline for uh, Kurt Angle's reveal, which it was revealed that Jason Jordan is his son. Because, sure. Because reasons. He he knocked up a chick in college. That was the gist of it. Which, to 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 that point... Why was he worried that this was going to ruin his family is maybe possibly believable, even though it would have been somebody in college before he ever met his wife. But why would this threaten to ruin his career? Because for the months that they've been running this story, you felt like whatever it is that he did or whoever he's with or whatever is going on, he's afraid that if it gets out, it will ruin him. Yeah. And this is like, how could having finding out that you have a son and he's in the same company as you ruin your family or, or your career. And they, I, I don't get that. Right. And like, he apparently never tried to get in contact with his dad until he was like 30, however old Jason Jordan is. Right. So clearly like the guy's not hurting for a dad, you know? Like they were, they, there's no yeah. like financial angle that they're coming at here, you know. Right. If if they were really diligent enough to pursue, you know, his, the woman he impregnated was really diligent enough to pursue it. She obviously knows who impregnated her. It's right. goddamn gold medalist Kurt Angle. Like it makes it just makes it, no sense why he would be so afraid. That's the only issue I have with this. Is I'm I'm glad it's not Dixie Carter. That would have been just been a fucking atrocious. I'm glad it's not Stephanie because I, I would rather them not go back to a 17 year old storyline. You know, going back to and also this means uh, less amount of Stephanie on television. Yeah, and that's fine. Also, they, there's no way they would have done the Stephanie one. There were people like it's definitely the Stephanie one. I'm like no because she's out there right now on the ESPYS you know, receiving humanitarian awards. Yeah, for their she's work. not going into an, uh, I cheated on my husband angle. Exactly. On they, television. They learned enough. I would hope from, uh, Linda McMahon's failed Senate run than to put themselves in that. Like Vince can put himself into whatever he wants. Cause he's not leaving the circus. Yeah. He he's, lives he's in got the damn Vince McMahon. And so it's to the point where he's just part of the circus. Everyone knows that. But Stephanie at this point is, Especially now, like if you had said this in 2015, I would have said, sure, they would have bring, brought the angle back up in 2017. At this point, Stephanie yeah. sort of pulled herself She's as a much philanthropic out. businesswoman. Exactly. She's not. And even trips for the most part, 99% of the time at this point is mostly a behind the scenes running NXT and that kind of situation, setting up the UK tournament and the Mae Young Classic, etc. 
You know, he's keeping himself out of things. I think if we get a Kurt Angle match, it's not against Trips. Uh, I think it'll probably be against either another returning legend or I don't know, like a John Cena. You know what I mean? Like a having some sort of like crazy. My fr- John Cena's first match was against Kurt Angle. So having my last match be against John, John Cena, Cena, kind of, you know, that or hell, they could give him Samoa Joe at this point. They're obviously be, familiar enough through TNA. They did have that backstage altercation where Samoa Joe casually said, do I need to remind you of who I am? Which was a nice little wink and a nod at their TNA feud. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the Jason Jordan thing is better than Dixie or Stephanie. I but don't, it's not great. It's not great. I just I don't know what else they could have done. Although it does make me wonder if there was like a last minute change because the hype and the buildup was all this could ruin me. And then at the and then at the last minute, it's like, oh, it's a, it's my illegitimate son. And even like illegitimate is not even the right word because it's like he didn't cheat on his wife to have a kid. He had, according to storyline, had relations with a woman when he was younger. He left the picture, didn't know she was pregnant. She gave up the baby for adoption. He met his wife later. So even illegitimate son's not the right terminology for what it is. It's just that he didn't know he had a son. Yeah. And again, nobody bothered to try and contact him about it. And also Corey Graves somehow knew about this the whole time. He's an investigative journalist. Okay. Right. But then like. You know, but he chose to keep it with him and Kurt. But even his reaction to it was like, you got to tell people or I'm going to tell people. It's like that makes it feel like Kurt's doing something wrong. Also, also, also how like when Jason Jordan came out to the ring, Kurt was all like tears and hugging him and like, oh, I'm so happy. Look how look how, you know, my son, we're a family. Yeah. Like, you seem pretty happy for something that could have potentially ruined you. Allegedly. Not to get into even the fact that Jason Jordan's family, his non-Kayfabe family, has been at ringside for matches before, and they've been like, and there's him with his mom and dad. They came all the way in from blah, blah, blah. And, like, you know, there's, like, there's videos and photos of him with his real non-Kayfabe parents. And then people are like, okay, but if we're going to try to make Kayfabe, they could be his adoptive parents. I'm like, I mean, I guess, but the age doesn't really line up for when Kurt was saying, it doesn't matter. We're thinking too hard about it. It's fucking wrestling. Anyway, considering the fact that we went on at least a five to 10 minute rant about Kurt Angle there, we managed to get through two episodes of Raw and SmackDown in 20 minutes. I'm pretty proud of us, Bob. Go, right. Well, we didn't us. get into SmackDown, the second episode of SmackDown. So oh, well, nice try. Nice try. Okay. What happened on the second episode of SmackDown that's like that big? Randy Orton came out and said, Punjabi prison. Uh, fashion X files. Okay. okay. My bad. The fashion files deserves its own discussion outside of SmackDown and raw. It is the greatest thing on SmackDown right now. I am genuinely interested week to week to see what kind of parody they're going to do last week's, which we didn't get to talk about because we didn't have a show was the Walker, Texas Ranger parody. Yeah. They called it like, what did you sexy say? Sexy fashion Rangers, sexy fashion Rangers. Then this week's was the X files. It's so fucking perfect. They've done Miami Vice. They've done Noir. Uh, they did uh, typical buddy cop stuff. Uh, they did like Eddie Murphy style, like disguise movie parody. 
Uh, they've done so many episodes of this fashion police. Uh, their shirt is out now. Support them. Buy it off of mm-hmm. WWE shops so they don't get split up. Um, and yeah, I mean, the X-Files one was great. And allegedly at Battleground this weekend, we're going to get a culmination to the storyline. Uh-huh. Which I hope doesn't end the skits. But maybe it is time. Maybe you go out in your prime before on they get hand, bad. Yeah, on the other hand, they could always just go on to the next case. I mean, if they go because they also oh they also did SVU. The SVU one was fucking great too. Um, you know, I think that uh, if they can come up with more material for it, and like you said, I stupidly said, oh, I wish they would just get their own network thing. And you were you pointed out the good fact of it's great in like two to four minute chunks. Yeah. They're fucking awesome two to four minute segments that we get to enjoy a little bit of every week. But if your whole dinner was dessert every week, you right. might not You're like ice get cream. fucking sick of ice cream. Uh, but their segments have just been fucking amazing. Uh, so before we get into battleground predictions, we got a ton of news. Too damn much news to cover. And I think we got to start off with the biggest news that uh, for most people, biggest news talking smack canceled well not entirely it has been reduced to only after smackdown exclusive pay-per-views yes and a lot of the internet not happy about it uh sure a lot of the smarks online very displeased sure on one hand yeah they should be upset they should be displeased on the other hand these are the these are the guys that probably only watch the clips on streamable and don't actually support it by watching it on WWE Network or even on YouTube. When Daniel Bryan was on, it managed to usually stay at the lower end of the top ten on this on the network uh, of watch stuff. Uh, when Daniel Bryan wasn't there, it dropped into the low teens, upper twenties. Mm-hmm. Which, when you consider that some of the stuff that was beating it was content that was months and months old. Yeah. And was just, you know, people rewatching old stuff. Not great. The ratings had never been f- fantastic, but it is worth noting that the ratings did plummet mostly after 205 Live bumped it to a later spot. The ratings still weren't amazing before 205 Live, but once 205 Live took its spot and bumped it to after 205 Live, there was a drop off of people who were just like, I'm not staying up until almost midnight, you know, mm-hmm. to watch talking smack. Um, and then like you mentioned, there's ways to watch clips of it on YouTube, streamable stuff like that. Uh, even afterwards that are to some people more convenient, um, you know? So we'll, it's unfortunate. It sucks that Daniel Bryan and Renee allegedly found out on Twitter. Yeah. That they, had to find out through secondhand sources. Also, apparently Renee's show unfiltered also got the, got the ax and that's unfortunate. She tweeted out, I guess I'll just go back to my next guest at this time, which is a bummer because yeah. she's an amazing talent. It, sure. She's they definitely need to utilize her better. She's great on the pre-show stuff, which is, which is nice. She is great on the pre-show. Mm-hmm. It was really nice to have, a show where she was like the dominant host uh, on Talking Smack. It was a nice click with her and Daniel Bryan. And then also with Unfiltered. I don't know if you ever watched it. I loved the episodes of Unfiltered. because yeah, no, She's just a great interviewer and a great personality to get 
good conversation out of others. Honestly, what it makes me feel like is that there's a good chance that she might leave to take a bigger opportunity sometime. Because I think that she could definitely do it. Oh, sure. She could definitely get on ESPN or... Who, who knows, man? We'll have to see what happens. Um, it would be devastating if she did. But, you know, it is what it is. But Talking Smack was a great show. It really helped Baron Corbin become a lot more yeah, filled out. Baron Corbin helped the Us- heal Usos. Mm-hmm. Miz. Uh, obviously, Miz. He's the biggest success story of it. Uh and even guys like fucking James Ellsworth, he always put on good performances. Yeah. No, and it, you know, there were times where it was a little goofy, but it was nice to have a mix of pure kayfabe with a little bit of getting to see superstars unwind a little. It was a nice blend, um, and we'll be sad to see it go. Uh, you know, and there were rumors that part of the reason that it was not canceled, but greatly reduced, there was rumors that Part of that was uh, Vince not being happy with the unscripted nature of the show about how there wasn't any actual writing for it. It was just sort of all off the cuff between Daniel Bryan, Renee, and whoever their guests were. So there was some stuff that got brought up that wasn't in the kayfabe um, and that that's not what they were expecting out of it. It's just sort of where it became. So, you know, we don't My response to that is... Why didn't they just cancel it outright then? Yeah, and there's these, you know, there's it could go either way with if Vince didn't like it, but someone fought to save it. Maybe they were able to convince him to just put it on after the pay-per-views. Uh or I, I, I see where you come from as well with the whole if he didn't like it, he would have just told them it's over instead of moving it to basically a post show for SmackDown pay-per-views. And who knows, maybe rolling it back to just post pay-per-views. So there's not a 205 Live to compete with. A lot of people don't turn off the TV anyway after the pay-per-view right away. Yeah. Um, I know that I'm excited to see Talking Smack after the pay-per-views. And the fact that I know that it's only going to happen once every, you know, four weeks, maybe more, means that I'm way more inclined to tune into it. Sure. So, you know, it's not it's not the end of the world. It's, uh, it is unfortunate, but, uh, you know, we're all keeps on spending other news that we missed out on, Austin Aries. Austin Aries was released. Sorry. Future endeavors. Have fun with whatever you do, Austin Aries. Yeah, and uh, the rumor was is that it was because... He's just an asshole. <laughs> yeah, there was people who said that it was his backstage attitude that he just uh, had heat on him from just being kind of a dick. And also, he was pissed because he felt like he was underutilized and that... He felt like he should have got a tighter run from Neville. And also the big thing, which I was unaware of, is that uh, his sh- his match with Neville at WrestleMania was originally main card and got bumped to the pre-show. Yeah. Like as a kind of like a last minute decision, mm-hmm. uh, which meant lower payday. But then also because of that, he didn't wind up getting his match on the DVD of WrestleMania, which means he gets no royalties for that match. And I guess that was something that he had been expecting and that he was told Mm. and that that was that combined with the fact that he never got his title shot like, you know, shots a run with it. I mean, like he never won the title uh, and that he was that their match was, you know, their matches kept getting put on pre-shows. So allegedly that's part of it as well. And also he had said that he didn't want to be a cruiserweight at all. He wanted to be on the main card. Sure. Which I think he could have done fine on the main card. Yeah, I mean, um, he's one of the few cruiserweights actually getting a solid reaction. Um, so it's unfortunate, but 
you know, he'll he'll probably he's got to wait out a do not compete for his contract for a little bit, uh, and then he'll probably go to New Japan, um, maybe Global Force or uh, who knows Ring of Honor, just do Indies maybe. Yeah, just go you know fucking WCPW and do the whole do the whole tour. Who knows? Yeah, booty. Anyway. Um, uh shane so. mcmahon survived a helicopter crash today oh uh, yeah that happened that day- happened hours ago it's wednesday july 19th at the time of the recording of this yeah it that's scary as fuck you know more about this than i do yeah he was just in a helicopter or something off the coast of uh new york slash what was that beach Gala- galago gilgo beach? gilgo beach which is out uh long island, long island area yeah, I just so, I just did a sh- uh, a TV show interview uh, about murders that happened out there. That's why that name found familiar. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's weird. No one's hurt, so thank God for that. Yeah, right? guess, that's that's great. Um, yeah, that's spooky as fuck. And then Rusev, yeah, Rusev cracking jokes already on Twitter. What what it, what was the tweet that he said? It was so, like. Whoever ignores my championship requests deserves to go in the ocean or something. <laughs> Rusev. Hashtag karma that he spelled with a C. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so they start. They did the inaugural parade thing for the Mae Young Classic. Yeah. Uh, Hojo. And she's going by what now? In uh, Sane. Sane. Kyrie Sane. S-A-N-E. Uh, she did her elbow. We're not sure if this was a scripted thing or I'm sure is. Well, yeah, you know, you never know for sure. Um, the, there was all the reports that they didn't want her to do the elbow because of Bailey's. Mm-hmm. Um, but damn, that elbow is fucking great. Just absolutely devastating. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. Um, talked about the house show title change. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly, who we got to see at the last evolve show. Uh, looks to be signing with WWE. He has not signed officially yet, but he is in contract negotiations with them. Uh, there's also talk. I saw rumors reported that uh, the WWE is intensely, intensely interested in Matt Riddle. Well, that's been for a while. And Triple H has pretty much also just said, as soon as you want to stop smoking weed, you have a job with us. Has he? Yeah. That's pretty great. Um the real thing is the one that they actually did sign is Leo Rush. Okay. Uh, which, if you haven't checked out any Leo Rush matches, holy fuck, that kid is good. I've not. I've not seen it. And he's also very young and also only like two years into his actually wrestling. So, like, he's he's one of the people that they can fucking build on. For sure. And that's what they need is they need to start getting a lot of this young talent, uh, you know, not only in there, but but then pushed. Yeah. You know, you can't they need what, new faces. They need new stars. There's no, however, he's also hella short. Well, so yeah, I mean, in, in, I mean like shorter than me, short in Vince McMahon's house of, of big men, that could be an issue. But, uh, I mean, that'd be interesting to see that those guys all end up there. Um, uh, <coughs> excuse me. We talked about talking smack being canceled. Inside world, WWE is trying to mend with punk. Uh, Observer had reported that 
WWE officials had reached out to him to garner his interest. And Kurt had said in a recent interview that he really hoped that Punk would come back. I don't ever see that fucking happening. Ever. Yeah. Uh, mostly on Punk's end. I That's don't what think I'm he would come back. WWE, I'm sure, would happily extend the olive branch if they, you know, because that there's obviously money in having Punk around. Yeah. But... I don't. I don't think that Punk's ever coming back. No, I don't think he'd. He's too. He's too uptight with his morals. Proud. I don't think he'd. Stubborn. Yeah. One both. of those. Yeah. Um. Oh boy. Uh. Let's see here. What else do we have to talk about? Yeah, the Sports Illustrated was the source that had said that Vince was the reason Talking Smack got reduced. Um. You said Gail Kim is retiring. Yeah, she announced her retirement, which I mean, she's obviously been wrestling for a long time now. Yeah. Um, had a remarkable career as soon as she left WWE. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are and battleground tickets still reduced by 20 bucks? Maybe. Hmm. Sorry. You were saying about Gail Kim though. I know, yeah. but I wonder if she'll do, maybe she'll have her own TV show soon with her husband. Sure. Do you know who her husband is? No. Celebrity chef Robert Irvine. Have you seen Dinner Impossible? No. Oh. Sorry. (laughs) You look so bummed. I'm so sorry. You would love Dinner Impossible. That is a show you would love. I'll have to check that out. But Um, uh, Paige and ADR is the next thing I have on here that's like a big discussion. Boy, howdy. We have the infamous... Uh, airport audio tape that has been released mm-hmm. that so which contradicts all sorts of statements released by Paige, which right. contradicts statements released by Paige's brothers, which not it's so like going back a ways on this, you know the the Paige and and Alberto El Patron Del Rio whatever clusterfuck train wreck fire so here's the facts has been going on for a while too oh yeah no this this is not a healthy relationship for either person involved and frankly the longer it goes on the longer we are looking at a fucking page being the next amy winehouse uh not, not to much, not to make light yeah. of the situation of course, yeah but that's what i was about to say yeah like it's 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 nuts. And this goes back even to like when he missed that WCW WCPW performance uh partying and stuff and then remember he got stabbed allegedly. Yes, on the which side of there the road. are no police reports of anyone getting stabbed in that area. Right. However, like uh, So about this one. Yeah. I'll let you take the lead. So the facts, the fact is that Alberto El Patron was held at the Orlando airport for uh, domestic issues. Sure. There is an audio recording and an eyewitness who said that she saw Paige throw a glass of water in Del Rio's face. Sure. And storm out. Uh, there may have been some physical altercation there. Okay. There are audio largely corroborating this eyewitness account. Okay. Um, but I mean, it's audio, so you can't be 
exactly sure on what's going on. Sure. Um, and then Paige released a statement saying how like a waiter spilled a glass of beer on Alberto and she Paige was the one who was getting detained by the Orlando police uh, and how everyone just needs to leave them alone and it's fine and, and this is her taking the heat off of him because she knows her career is pretty much de- dead in the water. Uh, yeah, she is fully saying like all of the problems that happened at the airport were because of me. Which her brothers have released statements. And then her brothers released statements saying, no, that man has hit her on multiple occasions. You, We all need to help out our sister. Yeah, they and they... I don't see what they would have really to gain themselves out of splitting well, so them up. So here's the thing. Paige's family is like the carniest of the fucking carnies. Right. They are notorious wrestling promoters. Right. Using the most negative connotation that those two words combined can conjure. Okay. However. However. They all seem really fucking concerned for Paige. Right. And like, yeah. and there have been if people. If they who, were just being fucking carnies and everyone was just carnying about about this, right. I doubt they'd care. Right. But they seem genuinely concerned. And there have been photos of what looks like Paige like bruised in public. And for somebody who hasn't been wrestling, it would be well, less. She's been training, I think. Allegedly, too. Again, but the source on that is mostly Paige. Also true. You know what I mean? Basically. I don't see what her family has to gain from trying to split them up, really, is the thing. Yeah. So it seems like very believable if they say. If anything, they would gain a shit ton more by having him still around. Right. Because he apparently was their their champion of their wrestling promotion that they run. Sure. Which they've stripped him of the title. Sure. Uh, and uh, Global Force Wrestling, the other facts we know is that Global Force Wrestling has suspended Del Rio they have uh, not taken until further him, notice. They have not taken him out of the TV tapings they've already done, but I think that that is largely because they don't have enough content because they do and so. And the amount of money it would cost to get everything back together to refilm those episodes of TV sure. would be insane. Yeah. I don't think that they have the time or resources to properly do that. Oh, by the way, I think that the, did the Global Force name transfer happen in the past two weeks? I don't know. But TNA yeah. Impact, TNA is dead. Impact is dead. Long live Global Force Wrestling. Yeah. So I guess Jeff Jarrett, I guess Jeff Jarrett's like, Hey, I guess that name wasn't so dumb. <laughs> Cause now it's the name. Right? Because Anthem it. bought me out. Um, so yeah, hopefully this page ADR situation gets <sighs> something soon. I mean, it's it's really getting bad. There have been reports for a long time, and you try to stay out of it, you know, you try not to because it's people's personal life. We like to talk about just wrestling stuff, you know. Uh, you don't like to see personal tragedy and people in suffering and shit. 
Um, and we even tried to not comment too much on the whole Morrow JBL situation when that was going on. We we commented on it when it first happened, and then only at prominent things that we felt like were worth reporting. But we didn't get into the whole armchair quarterback of fire JBL um, or armchair psychiatrist, I guess, of, you know, JBL's responsible. But damn, dude, there's just so when there's so much smoke, you almost have to go. There's got to be a fire here. Yeah. And it's there's too many people who are like ADR is bad for page that. You, you hate to see it too because she still has she's still young and has a lot of talent she could really do something in wwe yeah sure but uh anyway getting away from that news uh looks like big Cass is apparently a trump supporter and that he's been getting a little bit of heat in the locker room because i guess more of the locker room is you know a little more liberally oriented um but despite that Apparently, the real heat on them backstage has been on Enzo because he was unhappy with the split. He did not like the idea. And uh, I guess WWE creative figured Doth protested too much. I mean, I agree with Enzo on this because, well, it's compelling and we're getting great promos out of Enzo, especially about, you know, them breaking up and everything. And that's that is some good stuff. Good content. I'm not going to lie to you, WWE. Mm -hmm. The question is, what do you do next? Because wrestling never ends. And what do you do next? Honestly, what are you going to do with Enzo? With either. What are you going to do? Well, with big cast, like, yeah, I guess you could try to fucking throw him into the main event scene, whatever. Maybe. But like, he's got to, he'll have a run with big show here, probably, which is a, you know, gateway. Yeah, that's a rub. You know, it's a good rub. Uh, but then I don't know who you put him with after after Big Show because honestly, he does not have the mic skills. I don't think to run solo by himself. He just he talks too slow, and with that weird big cast cadence, his promos feel either robotic or maybe brain damaged. Is is the problem? Whereas, whereas Enzo, fantastic on the mic. Dude can cut a promo for days, uh-huh. but then like, but then how does he fight? Does he become someone else's manager? Because he's not a singles competitor. Right? That's he's uh, too small. That's why he's for probably sakes, so pissed. His finishing move was getting my, thrown. Yeah, my tag team partner picks me up and throws me at someone. That's not a good finisher for a singles competitor, unless he builds a trebuchet, like unless he becomes like Perry Saturn, but instead of a mop, it's a fucking trebuchet. And he uses that to launch himself. But even then, it just seems complicated, Bob. I don't think it'll work. Trebuchets don't go over. It's 2017, not 17, not 217. Way too early for trebuchet. Not 1617. Uh, more appropriate. 1817? No, it's way too late. 1717. Uh, no, you're getting into the era of cannons. It's like 1517? Yeah, that's good. All right, there we go. It's 2017, <laughs> not 1517. I've meant to say that in a cast voice. It is 2017, not 1517. How you doing? So yeah, I don't know what we're gonna have with that fucking feud. It just, I just see, feel like, you know, until there was something solid there, why split them up? And we have like. We've had a lot of tag teams get split up in the last couple months. Yeah. AA's now done. 
which who knows what's gonna happen. Uh, fucking uh, Aiden English and Simon Gotch because Simon uh-huh. Gotch got released. It looks like hype bros are gonna be crumbling. Probably. I mean, it definitely. The writing seems like it's on the wall for right. Mojo to do a heel the turn. Wyatt's broke up. <sighs> Damn. And the tag team division was just so strong a little while ago too. We were like a couple months ago. We were we were talking about wow, the tag team division really turned around. Nope, they're just unable to keep it going. And even Slater and Rhino, man, they either I mean, a haven't been on television because I keep forgetting that they're a tag team. Yeah, or B Slater's been doing solo stuff. They were the first SmackDown tag team champs. People keep sleeping on them. They were good. They were over. They he managed to get a shirt that says "I got kids." I need this over. job. Uh, Shelton Benjamin might actually be coming for reals this time. He he has said that he's going through the the physicals now, and that if he gets you know approved by the physicals with the doctors in WWE, he'll be back on TV. Sounds like he needs to show up on Raw and be like, Kurt Angle, you're wrong. I am Jason Jordan's illegitimate dad. What? And then they have an illegitimate dad competition. What? No, Shelton Benjamin's <laughs> also his son. And even though the, t- the age there does not make sense at all. Kurt, what were you doing as a young teenager, man? He got around. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Global Force Wrestling suspended Del Rio. We had touched on that. Yeah. Um, and uh, what else has happened in the news? I mean, we had uh, so much stuff to talk about. Um, Randy, Randy uh, Orton had gone after someone else on Twitter. And now I'm forgetting who we fucked. It was Brock. He shot on Brock on there because uh, WWE creative humor had sent out a tweet saying that, uh, and that's the account that's run by former guys who used to actually work in WWE creatives team uh-huh. uh, at WWE creative ish, something like that. They had tweeted out, Wow, WWE 2K18 is going to be so realistic that in the career mode, there's a Brock Lesnar option to only appear once every five months. And Randy Orton retweeted it and then replied to it with the laughing while crying face emoji. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some people were like, oh, Randy Orton shooting up Brock Lesnar. Ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, ah, I don't really think that or that's... Or he just thought a joke was funny. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. And also... And also... Maybe maybe he doesn't like Brock Lesnar since Brock Lesnar tried to, you know, bust his head open. <laughs> Which, to, again, Randy would have had to have agreed to, so that's true. Although I could I you could agree to let me give you a paper cut on your forehead and then if I just decide to show up and it's like, "Oh, instead of paper, I rev up a chainsaw and just cut you in the face." You never know. Brock could have gone a little far. It's possible. Dude, we never know. With, with with Brock, he's the one X factor when it comes to was this kayfabe or not. Because sometimes the man just goes. All right. Well, bananas. I have shit pulled up on my phone and my phone's at 1%. So I need to tell you this shit right now. Oh, is this backlash predictions? Uh, Well, here's an interesting. Or battleground. Why do I keep saying backlash? Because you're dumb. <laughs> um, tell me. Tell me about it. Interesting factoid. Well, or a guessing game, maybe. Since Asuka won the NXT women's title, guess how many times all of the other belts have been changed? Oh, and there it goes. Never mind. Since Asuka won. I have the number, but I can't go into detail on it. Since Asuka won. Do you want to pull it up on my phone? Here you go. It'd take a while. Since Asuka won. 
the WWE or the women's championship on NXT, how many uh, how many times have all the other titles changed? And she won it like a year ago, right? Maybe longer. It was the the rest. The, it was the takeover before WrestleMania thirty two. Whoa! Wasn't this past one thirty four or thirty three? So it's been about two years, a year and a half, I give mean, or take. Yeah, I, so, something like that. I mean, it'll be a year and a half in October, but sure. yeah, roughly in that ballpark. Uh, all of them combined. See the the Sasha and Charlotte thing. I'm trying to remember how far back that is. And one title has been discontinued, and one title has been created in this time. Two titles have been created. Uh, all of the, so U.S. the tags everything. Actually, ten. no three ten ten no twenty no thirty no higher or lower higher forty no. Higher or lower? Higher. Wait, 50? <laughs> no. There's no way higher. Higher. There's only tags, two tags, two women's, two men's, U.S. and Intercontinental. That's fucking eight championships, bro. F- uh, 60. Higher. Fuck out of here. Higher? Uh, 75 lower so okay lower than 75 higher than 60 64 lower 62 lower 61 yes 61 fucking title changes that's disgusting that's absolutely appalling i mean well Divided by, okay, so 62 changes divided by eight sets of belts, eight eight belts or sets of belts, whatever. They, you know, the, the ones that are in pairs count as one. So eight. So it's a little, it's like seven and three quarters or seven and a half, something like that. Seven and a half, seven, three quarters changes per belt over a year and a half, a little less than span. So that's yeah, I have the Reddit app. Go under social media and then Reddit. And Squared Circle is the only one that I'm subscribed to. Hmm? Oh, I this was this was the official Reddit app. I'm sorry. I I didn't know. Forgive me, Bob. I knew not what I'd done. Bob is pulling up the information. Here it is. All right. Few table. There we go. Okay. So she won the title off of Bailey April first, two thousand sixteen. Since wait, then, wait, she won it in April of 2016. Yes, Jesus. So, a year in like a year and three months ish, May, June, July. Yeah, yeah. wow. So, like, a year and a quarter. Fuck, y- y- yes, <laughs> okay. 
the first one was the Inter- Intercontinental Championship getting won by Zack Ryder. Which was like the next day. And then the next one, also the next day, the Charlotte winning the Women's Championship. Sure. And then also the next day, Roman Reigns winning the WWE belt from Triple H. Gross. We, 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 we don't talk about And that then the day either. after that, you got Zack Ryder beating The Miz. Or, no, or The Miz, Miz beating Zack Ryder. And this goes all through, like, <laughs> Rusev holding the U.S. title. Uh, Sasha winning the women's title. Jesus. Uh, Finn Balor winning the first ever Universal title and then losing it. Uh, <laughs> AJ Styles beating Ambrose for the WWE title. Uh, Brian Kendrick beating TJP for the cruiserweight title. Oh, it includes cruiserweight too. So that's nine. Well, also has NXT belts in here too. Oh, like DIY beating the revival for the tag. Well, that's belts. not so. That's not sixty-two or whatever, sixty-one, or whatever is not as quite atrocious because in, if that's the case, you have three women's, three three men's, uh, three tag teams. Uh, and then uh, so wait, three men, three women, three tag team belts, a cruiserweight belt, a U.S. and an intercontinental. That's twelve, and I don't think there's any other special. They're also counting. Did you count cruiserweights? Yeah. They're also counting the U.K. belt. Oh, so that's thirteen then. So I mean, sixty-one divided by thirteen. Also, it's only sixty. The guy counted oh. uh, the the first title as number one. Sure. So, well, if that's the case, then it's not quite as bad because that means that you're saying there was 60 title changes over 13 belts over. So that's a, well, a year and a quarter, right? Ish, something like that. So 12, 13, 14, 15 months. So, oh shit, type that in wrong. So 60, be- 60 changes divided by 13 belts divided by 15 months is about a title change every three months, every third of a month. So it is what it is. I, I don't think anyway, that that's it's that just bad. a fun thing. It is a fun thing. It is. A, it's a uh, fun little trivia thing. Um, so I guess let's go ahead and get ready to close out the show. Do you want to pull up the card? For battle groomed. Yes. So we gotta make our predictions here. I had pulled up on my phone until it died. Sorry, Babo. That's the way the cookie crumbles. So for sure, we have Orton V Gender inside of a Punjabi prison. Uh-huh. For the WWE Championship. Yes, sir. We also have the Usos. Versus the New Day. Versus the New Day. And I don't believe there's a stiff. No, just tag team match. Which I'd be, I'd, I I thought they were going to make it like a falls count anywhere in order to get rid of the runaway. Yeah. But they might save that for SmackDown or for SummerSlam. Sure. We will have um, a five way. Elimination match. Elimination match. Uh, between not Naomi and not Carmella. 
uh, for the number one contender. Yes. For those wondering, that is Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Tamina, and Lana. And I think that we can do that one the same way we've done other elimination matches. Sure, where we rank them. So one, two, three, four, five. Although usually by the fifth, it doesn't really matter because one of us should have won unless it's like crazy and we both put mm-hmm. like fucking Lana at five and she wins. Uh, and then the U.S. belts, that is AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens, right? Yes. For the U.S. championship. All right. And then Corbin Shinsuke? Correct. And there's no stip on that? Nope. So Corbin Shinsuke. And then are they doing Sammy versus Mike Kanellis? Correct. All right. Sammy v. Kanellis. And then also, I believe that there is a uh, Fashion Police versus Mystery Opponent. You are correct. Which is not reflected on Wikipedia for some reason. But So, Fashion versus Question Marks. And is there any other matches? Yes. You forgot one pretty obviously promoted. Okay. John Cena versus Rusev. Oh, shit. How did I forget Cena in the flag match? How did I forget Cena Rusev? I don't know. Any other matches? Yes. They have a pre-show match okay. confirmed of Dillinger versus English. Ty versus English. Is that it? Yes. So that's our card. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine matches with four uh, possible switch rounds in the elimination. So we'll, we'll come up with a tiebreaker as well, just in case. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Bob... Let's start with the biggest match on the card. Orton, Jinder, Punjabi, prison match. Who do you got, but not why yet? Jinder. Bob goes Jinder. TBH, I go Jinder too. I don't think Orton is going to beat Jinder. The whole point of the Jinder push is for the Indian market. And they also, I forgot to mention this. Uh, this was one of the things that I had pulled up on my Google Chrome as a news as a news thing. Oh yeah, also Brock Lesnar may be ending his contract with WWE after WrestleMania 34. Yeah, I know. I like how that's like the last little bit of news. Sprinkle in at the end there that he had a meeting with with allegedly allegedly had a meeting with Heyman and also people from UFC. Where uh, there's also rumors that he may still be under contract with UFC, but that he may have been basically because of the suspension and all that granted a, a contract with WWE. So he might be under contract with both. This is all rumors, though, and none of this has been confirmed by anybody. Uh, the other thing was that WWE might be trying to recruit a 22-year-old Iranian wrestler named Hassan Yazdani, who won a gold medal at the 2016 Olympic Games. Uh, as he, uh, Arya Davari kind of like put that kid over a bunch and kept saying he was dedicating the match uh, t- to him. And so it's really it was really weird. But maybe they're trying to make him like the Iranian Kurt Angle, 22-year-old kid who can wrestle. It was really weird. A lot of the internet was kind of like, buzzing on that uh and then also just uh ronda rousey was also allegedly in talks to maybe come wrestle uh there's been rumors of that for a while but this was about brooke hogan and ddp's daughter 
starting a promotion and Roddy Piper's daughter, all of them starting a women's promotion, mm-hmm. trying to get Ronda to come there. But they're also saying WWE wants her for something. And then uh, John Morrison signed with uh, Global Force because of the whole AAA Vampiro and AAA, which I don't even know if you want to get into or just stick with the predictions. Yeah, let's just finish it up. Uh, but yeah, just Google search AAA Lucha Underground. Uh <laughs> Can it, just throw more random words out there? Vampiro. And uh, was it Lance Storm? Or X Pac? Yeah. Was he the one being like, what a shitbag? Anyway. I mean, that was just on Twitter. All right. Sorry. Uso, New Day's tag titles. Who do you got? New Day. New D- Day? Got new champs. I'm going to say Uso's. I say Uso's retain, and that the SummerSlam is the title change. All right, I, I figured that they would change the titles now, giving the Usos the rematch for SummerSlam. Sure. John Cena, Rusev, flag match. Who do you got? I mean, Cena. Is, are they really going to have John Cena lose a United States flag match to a Bulgarian on a throwaway pay-per-view? I'm conflicted here because I think... I feel like that there had to have been a reason for the whole Rusev story. And I feel like he's got a he's due for a push. You're also trying to look at justifications in WWE storytelling. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Fuck it, I'll go Cena. That's the That's the safe bet. Uh okay, so then let's go to AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, U.S. title. Who do you got? We'll come back to the elimination. Uh, hey Jay, Bob says AJ retains. I agree because I think that the SummerSlam match is AJ Shinsuke. I think that's a huge match, and I think that that's what they're going to do. I mean, the smart move would be to get the WWE belt on one of them and then have it be for the WWE belt at mania and not for the U S belt at SummerSlam. But that's my prediction. It is getting built up towards that for sure. Corbin Shinsuke. Who do you get? I go Corbin. I'm going to go Shinsuke. Okay. All right. Sammy Zane, Mike Kanellis, Sammy. No, no, no. I'm going to go with Mike. Canellis, you got. I'm going to go Sammy. Because Canellis got the one over on him, didn't he? No, Sammy won, didn't he? I'm going to go Mike because Maria is going to interfere and Maurice her way into Mike winning. Damn it, that's a smart call. Hey, good thing you locked it in on papes. Uh, Ty Dillinger, Aiden English. Who do you got? Ty. There's no point in giving Aiden a win. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Unless they're giving, like, unless, you know, they're going to start pushing Aiden English, which, hey, who knows, man? Bray Wyatt just won two. Uh, fashion police versus the question marks. <sighs> oh my God. Wouldn't that be perfect if their opponent was masked people who you didn't know and they were the question marks? And then. That's the little WWE wink nudge. Like, <laughs> you get it? Boo. Mark. Sorry. 
Who do you got and why? I'm calling fashion police. It's the only one that makes sense. I'm calling question marks, and it's going to be like a surprise, an actual surprise, and they're going to put them over big. Like a big returning tag team or some shit? Or like, it's too early for an Authors of Pain call-up, but an Authors of Pain call-up? Do they have the tag belt still down there? Oh. It won't be DIY. That's for goddamn sure. Hey. Uh, all right, so that leaves the women's five-way elimination match. That's the most complicated prediction, so I figured we saved for last. Sure. Who's your number one? We'll do like a uh, snake on this. Uh, again, there's Charlotte, Natty, Becky, Tamina, and Lana. I'll go first if you'd like. We okay. can do this in a snake order, so you'll sure. give your one and two. Sure. My number one is Tamina. Bold prediction, Cotton. I, at the end of this, it will work out for me, goddammit, and I will tell you exactly why at the end of this. Alright, then I will go with Charlotte. Bob goes Charlotte. Wow, not your girl, huh? No. So who's your number two? Snake style. Lana. I also have Lana as my number two. And I will tell you why at the end of this. Uh, uh, my number three, I'm going to go with Becky. Natty. Natty. Now you're number four. Becky. Becky. Uh, I mean, at this point, between the two of us, we've said everyone who's in this match. Yes. So four and five are kind of irrelevant, but yes. fuck it. Uh, unless we do like in reverse order, the fifth, like the fifth is first person eliminated. No, okay. no, no, not going to be hardcore about this. Okay. Uh, I'll go Charlotte. And I, I, I just have no faith that Natty is, is the winner in this. Sorry. And that leaves you with, Tamina. Tamina and last. Now, why I do you want to tell me why you think Lana number two or do you want me to tell you my theory? I need to hear this dumb theory of yours. It's not dumb. It's really not dumb. If uh-huh. you consider that Smackdown is aside from the J from the illegitimate Sun Kurt angle thing. Smackdown is the best brand right now for long term storytelling. OK, or at least longer term storytelling than raw. They keep. For fuck's sakes, Roman Reigns tried to kill a man two and a half weeks ago, and it's like they just put him in a match for a number one contendership for a match. You know? Sure. Anyway, Tamina took Lana under her wing. It was all weird, right? Remember mm-hmm. she came out there mm-hmm. and like was like, come on, follow mm-hmm. me. And she's been standing up for Lana and helping Lana. And she is the only... Lana's the only one that Tamina did not destroy at the end of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Right? So hear me out. Tamina is going to save Lana's ass in the five way and is going to prevent eliminations of Lana and is going to stick up for Lana, do double tag team moves with Lana, even though Lana's not as effective. Tamina is going to run rough shot over the whole group, eliminate everybody and like and let Lana have eliminations too. I swear I think that she'll like knock somebody out and go like this and let Lana pin them. And then at the end, Tamina will go like, surprise, I saved you for last because you're the weakest. Super clothesline, jump off the top rope, pin. She's the number one contender. 
However, my backup theory to that is all of that, but then for some... Lana gets the surprise roll-up on her at the Exactly. End. And, like, when she turns on Lana, Lana just catches her off guard and gets, like, a one, two, three with, like, a leverage pin. That was my thought. Okay. I don't know. what. what was there any reason for you putting Lana to or just as, like, a shot in the dark? Shot in the dark. Sure. All right, so that's our predictions for Battleground this weekend. Uh, also, I love how you were able to point out to me that the colors of the flags of India and the U.S. is how they got the color splash on the logo this mm-hmm. year. I didn't pick up on that. I just thought it was random weird colors. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's going to go ahead and do it for us. And uh, you can follow Bob on Twitter at Bob Feckety. Hello. You can follow me on Twitter at CB or also Instagram. You can follow the both of us on Twitter at Small Package POD. That's POD for podcast. You can follow both of us on Facebook at Small Package Pod. Uh, make sure to check that out. We go to lots of uh, local indie wrestling shows. We post videos and pictures from there and, and do reporting on here. And, you know, it's the best way to reach out to us. If you have any questions, tweet us your questions and we'll read them on air. Uh, oh, yeah. By the way, do you want to do a shout out real quick to Gabe Ross? TV's Gabe Ross. Oh, we talked about the match, I thought. Did we? I don't think we got a chance to. We we talked about it. Mm-hmm. You and I talked about it. I don't think we got a chance to talk about it on air. Oh. And uh, quick shout out to TV's Gabe Ross on Twitter and Facebook. A uh, friend of the show, Gabe Ross, he is a weatherman down in North Carolina. And he was doing some promotional stuff for a local wrestling organization. Yeah, he was just covering it until... Um, a guy drove up in his car and was like, you mispronounced my name a couple months ago on air. Yeah. And so started that, a feud that led into a whole angle where Gabe got in the ring, ran the ropes and got himself into a match. And uh, he, he did a stunner. He did a point. stunner. And what looked like it could have been a Uranagi or maybe a rock bottom. It was a, it was a pretty good match too. And, uh, Gabe got pinned by the guy, but the guy was doing a leverage pin on the ropes. Feet on the ropes, man. So the referee overturned the decision, restarted the match, and who would have thought Gabe got the fucking win? Gabe got the win! Uh, we'll try to find that footage and post it to and our also Facebook. Also, he took some serious bumps. He did. He, he took, took like an actual suplex. He he got like, took some ch- big chops, got thrown into ring posts. Like, he, this was not a he shows up and does a finishing move and pins the guy. He, it was, it was an actual, you know, five minute match. It was a, it was a nice, it was a nice little match. We're super proud of you, Gabe, for your win. And we can't wait to see your future wrestling matches. And I hope that your gimmick is the weatherman. Absolutely. Yeah, it needs dude. to be hit. The weatherman reigns on his opponent. Oh man, the rainmaker, <laughs> you know, I call that the forecast for your title run is cloudy. With a 75% chance of me kicking your ass. I'm writing your promos for you, Gabe. All right. This is free. This is I'm free material. I'm telling you, man. You can't, you can't not do it at this point. Anyway, finishing the wrap out. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure to come back next week for another arousing episode of the Small Package Show. Hit, hit up with a bob.